that be. Hello, hello, hello and welcome back. This is series two, episode one. How exciting. Um, well, I might not seem that excited just because I have just come out of hospital. How funny. Well, not funny, but yeah, that's what's been going on for me this week, which I'll explain a little bit more later. But yes, it's November, it's coming up to Christmas, everything's happening, me going into hospital, we're on a new series, so that's all exciting, bringing you more entertainment, bringing you more dating stories, bringing you more ways to save money, bringing you more ways to travel. Check out my TikTok, it is Hannah Bad Bitch, at Hannah Bad Bitch, so check that out. Right, let's get on with this week's episode, shall we? This week's episode, basically... Yes, I've just come out of hospital, so where do I even start? So, basically, for a long time now, I've always troubled, I've always struggled. See, I'm a bit uh, out of it as well at the minute with everything that's going on. So if I say something weird, or if I just sound a bit spaced, um, I'm on the morphine a bit. I've not taken any for a whip. I'm honestly high, honest. Well, I've not taken any for like a couple of hours now, to be honest. And I've not been taking the full dosage they told me to take, because otherwise I'd just be completely spaced. But yeah, if I sound a bit out of it, that is why. Or if you hear a random twitch, that's my legs um, twitching for me. So where do I start with why I went into hospital? So basically, for years and years, I've struggled with trap nerves in my leg, mainly my right leg, so my sciatic nerve, and also in my shoulders so and then when I was in Italy I kept having dreams that I was having like a car crash in my dream and I was in so much pain in my body and then I woke up and I was actually in pain it was the weirdest experience and this is probably TMI but you know what is TMI I also um only once have I done this and it was while I was in Italy a bit spooky I pooped in my sleep woke up I felt fine well I felt in pain again exactly the same dream um and then when I went to the toilet I was like oh my god I've pooped in my sleep which is a weird very very weird thing but I've also had a lot of bowel problems recently so I just thought oh it's just my usual bowel stuff but yes recently I'd re-hurt my back again and I thought you know what I'm always getting sports massages to try and sort out these knots and everything that's going on but I think I probably should get an answer at what's going on. So I visited an osteopath, had three sessions with him over the span of a month. And then because I was still having back pain, he was like, you should really be getting better by now, but you're not. So I want you to go to the doctor and also get, because sometimes I don't have control of my bowel situation. Um, So he was like, I'd like to go to the doctor and be seen and yada, yada, yada. So... It took me a week and a half to get an appointment with my doctor. So last Thursday, I finally got the appointment. I went at 4.30 and walked in and he was like, okay, we can see you've um, done a stool sample. We can see you've had a colonoscopy because my test had come back as positive for bowel cancer. But the colonoscopy had showed that I was fine. And I said, yep, that's fine. So he was like, let's do you celiac test. And also tests for IBD, so um, Crohn's disease and colitis. So that that was the plan. And then I said, 
Well, the other thing I'm having problems with is that I can't control my bowel and also my back is killing at the minute. And he literally, his face turned from quite a friendly face and very serious face to, you need to go to A&E right now. And I was like, do I have to, please? It's like, it's like Miss Trunchbull was sending me to the jokey. I was like, please, do I have to? I don't want to go to A&E. Um, he was like, if you have had numbness in your legs and you're unable to control your bowel, you need to go. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, why can't you just get me an MRI? And he was like, I can't. Well, I could. He was like, I can't get you an MRI. And from your symptoms, I want you to go to A&E now. So I was like, fine. So I left, went back to my mum and said, Mum, I've been told to go to A&E. So this is still Thursday. So we get to A&E, Kings Mill, at 6pm. At this point, I was thinking, well, I've not eaten, but what I'll do is... Once we've finished it, we'll probably leave here about nine. I can get a MACD's on the way home and go to bed. That'd be lovely. Because I haven't been to a &E in years, 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 years. Um, yeah, so I was like, this won't take that long. Oh, my God. Um, so they did a scan on my bowel. They, um, not my bowel, on my um, bladder. Sorry, it's another B word and I'm off my tits right now i'm also shaking i don't really know why i'm shaking but like i said i have just come out of hospital so i'm not my best but doing what i love you know can't stop me from doing what i love then pretty much waited till about midnight and then was like oh, i can't stand this and i was in so much pain in my back as well so i went up and was like obviously the the staff were really nice and clearly just was not enough staff and there were so many people in there but obviously we'd been there from six and we were there at midnight and I was like, is there any chance I can get some painkillers? I've also not eaten anything. Like, what's going on? And bless them, they were lovely. They were like, I'm so sorry you've been waiting so long. We're still waiting for the orthopaedic. They apparently were here and then said they were going to see you and then just signed off and never handed it over. So now we're trying to get in touch with them. And then she gave me some tablets and then... The orthopaedic came and saw me about, must have been about two in the morning. Um, so <laughs> happy, happy Thursday, Thursday. Um, and then she was like, okay, we need you to stay in. And I was like, what? Because I was literally expecting for them to go, Emma, like, do what they need to do and then go, you're all right, it's just a trapped nerve. Um, but no, they were like, we need to keep you in. And I was like, please no and I cried because I've never like been and stayed in hospital before like this and I just wanted to go home to my own bed and get that MACDs um and I hadn't eaten or anything and she was like no we have to keep you in and I was like oh god's sake so Deborah my mum bless her she went and got all my bits that I needed from home so I was all good for that um so I'm really shaky because I'm still quite ill um, then they managed to get me a room and I was dreading it because I was like, oh for God's sake, I'm no good when I sleep near other people. Like it really stresses me out. My anxiety just, I was so stressed of the thought that I was going to have to sleep out of my space near other people that I don't know. Um, but luckily I got my own room. That was exciting. Then I was like, please, can I have something to eat? And they were like, no, sorry. And I was like, what? So luckily mum had bought me some white chocolate fingers and I did snack on them, even though I weren't meant to because I was meant to see the doctor. But the doctor wasn't going to come till eight in the morning and this was like three. So I was like, I'm, I've am i not eaten since 12, at midday, 
as in, so I need something, like, I'm going to die. Um, so yeah, I had my white chocolate fingers sneakily, because um, I've got a bit of an obsession with them at the minute. In fact, just talking about them now makes me really want some. So yeah, then in the morning the doctor came and they were like, we're going to send you for an MRI. And I was like, please, can I eat something? And they were like, yeah yeah you can I think and then they came back and was like no you can't and I was like for god's sake but then I went for my MRI um came back and I'd missed lunchtime and I was like please can I have something to eat and they were like we're just gonna check if you can um and they checked and they were like yeah you can so I they managed to bring me some food finally honestly there's no hor more horrible feeling than you know not being able to eat and not like you're in having your independence gone basically because I had to do what I was told to and I couldn't go and get it couldn't order it like I had to just stick to what I was told which is crazy then um I had to wait for the orthopedic so they um did my MRI everything was checked and my spine is okay which is really good news and basically because discs in your back they move to go with your spine and everything I just get irritated discs so they not bulge out as such or slip but they'll move out of place irritate all the nerves and then go back and like be back in its spot so that's what the orthopedic said um, they kept me in for a few days um, but now they discharged me yesterday which was Tuesday so I was in basically Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, they've sent me home with a hell of a lot of drugs, um, which I'm glad because my back's like hurting now, so, and I've had some drugs. Oh, beep beep to you too, mate. Also meant to be seeing the physio, and yeah, the general surgeons are gonna be in touch with me within two weeks. I didn't have to stay in hospital for that, so I got to come home and I'm now recording this because I'm home, whoop whoop. And they'll be in touch with me regards to my rectum, because apparently it doesn't look right. So, um, watch this space and we'll find out what's going on with Hannah's bottom. And what a juicy bottom it is, let me just add. Yeah, that's all gone on this week, which means I'm a little bit under the weather. I'm in bed recording, because why not? Why not record your podcast from bed, um, somewhat lying down with your dog next to you, comforting you? I think that's the best way to do it isn't it Bad so whilst i was in hospital i had plenty of time to catch up on tv films you name it i watched all of men in black i also caught up on married at first sight now who has been watching married at first sight uk i've got to be honest it's never been my cup of tea i've never gone oh that looks good i want to watch that i've never been like yeah that's a great program I've always just gone, oh, that's a bit of a weird thing to do, isn't it? However, Shona, who is in this year's Married at First Sight UK, used to go to the same drama, singing, dance club as me in Mansfield. So I sort of know her and um, she was sharing a lot about it on Instagram and things and then started sharing about her story with Bradley and like what was going on and I was like, I've got to know what's happened now. I need to know. Like, so then I, me and mum started watching it and honestly, hooked. Absolutely hooked. It's great. 
never thought I'd like it this much, but yeah. I don't know if it's just this season is really good or because I've never seen the other ones, but absolutely bloody loved it. But I've all caught up now, so I've got all the way to the final ceremony and everything. And I want to know what you think about it all. I think Shona did really well in how she composed herself with Bradley because whew, I've dated a Bradley before and they are out there, guys. They are out there. And I get that there's been a lot of commotion where it's like, this shouldn't have been shared on TV this is gaslighting, this is, he love-bombed her, all this. But I actually commend the way that Shona dealt with it and, like, Channel 4 dealt with it because this shit happens on a regular basis. And by them just going, we're not going to play it, is also still shying away from that. And they did everything in the right way. They supported Shona, they seemed to support the whole situation to recognize it and fix it rather than just go okay this is bad we shouldn't show it like yes it is bad but it fucking happens it's real and I sort of like that they did that because honestly as someone who's been in a position of how Brad treated Shona being with someone who you know, belittles you and tells you you're not emotionally mature, that they need to teach you, that they need to help you toughen up, that you are a mess and they're the best thing ever. And that needs to be shown because if I had seen that when I was in what I was going through, that could have helped me, that could have made me realise sooner that it wasn't good for me and it wasn't right. So yeah, I commend that they've done that because I hope that it helps more people out there you know, to share their story or to go, hold on, how I'm being treated is completely wrong. It's exactly how he's doing it and that's not right. So yeah, they supported her and now she's really happy and she's with Matt. So sorry for that spoiler if you um, didn't know her and Matt are together, but they are. So yeah. But I've now got some really fun would you rathers or based all around Married at First Sight. So um, if you haven't been watching Married at First Sight, get on it. Go on Channel 4. Skip the adverts if you can. If not, um, enjoy the adverts. There's some good ones on there. I specifically like the TK Maxx one. Just like the ducks being in the front. Ducks? Are they ducks or are they geese? Oh, I never know. I'm not very good with my bird knowledge. Um, but yeah, there's some really fun adverts anyway. So go and watch Married at First Sight if you haven't watched it. Because all the spoilers are online and don't you want to know what's going on? So... We've got some would you rathers. Would you rather, number one. Would you rather watch George squat, meditate with Bradley, or look out the horses with Roz? Now this um, is an interesting one. I think I'd rather die than be around Bradley because he's obviously manipulative and no one is good for him apart from the universe and... I'm not the universe, so that's not going to happen. So that's definitely at the bottom. Um, would I watch George squat? I mean, I feel like this is easy. If I'm forced to keep my eyes open, then I don't really want to see him doing it because it would give me major ick. Um, but then also mucking out the horses with Roz is sort of easy. But actually, I have mucked out horses before. Their shit is heavy. And that is a very physical job. So, I think I'm going to go with watch George, George, sorry, 
watch George squat because it could be over within seconds and all I have to do is sit there. So I'm going to take that option. So I want to see what your option would be. So remember it's, would you rather watch George squat, meditate with Bradley or muck out the horses with Roz? Let me know your answers. Right, we've got would you rather number two. So, would you rather, we're going to do shag, marry, avoid. So, the three options are Bradley, Arthur and George. Okay, so. Ooh, this is a difficult one actually because thing is when you're married to someone you want someone who's gonna entertain you and you know give you personality bradley's personality is shit um arthur seems nice but he's a bit of a wet wipe um and his jokes are crap um whereas george is pretty funny and i wouldn't have to have sex with him because he doesn't turn me on at all so i'm gonna marry george because i think you know you can laugh me into bed and all of that and I think he's got the banter and I like banter I like someone I can joke around with he's got a good personality so you know you can be around with him um I think I'd shag oh you know what I think I'd avoid Arthur this is quite a difficult one actually because I th- I'd rather avoid both of them however I'm very intrigued as to what a shag with Bradley would be like so whereas Arthur he's a mediocre white man no offense um so i think i'm gonna shag bradley because all i have to do is shag and i'd be i'm just intrigued as to what's going on there and arthur i'm gonna avoid there you go so i want to hear your answers are you gonna shag marry avoid bradley arthur and george okay would you rather number three so would you rather still Married at Feist, married at Feist, married at First Sight themed. Would you rather argue with Tasha, like full on argument? So you know how she gets very sassy. Um, play spin the bottle with Portia and your partner, or have dinner with Lara's friends, Lucia and Cam. Right. Well. I've got to say, Lucia and Cam, Lara's friends, seem like absolute bitches. Like, fair enough, Arthur wasn't right, but also, there was no need to attack him like they were. I understand why he felt attacked. There was three against one, and them two, it was all about how they felt about it all. They never actually considered his feelings. Um, And I just think people like that are what end up ruining your relationship, because then they put too much of their 50p in and then you know that person who's actually in the relationship doesn't get to listen to what their own thoughts are so yeah Lucia and Cam you can do one I'd, I'd literally yeah I'd rather date Bradley than have dinner with you two because you're just so one-sided and I'm not here for that I'm here for you know open-minded understanding and communication you know being like oh i felt this way oh i felt this way okay let's communicate whereas them two have got one goal in their mind um play spin the bottle with portia who yeah isn't trustworthy around your man really um or argue with tasha do you know what i think i would argue with tasha because 
I'm quite feisty, she's feisty, and if it's anything like me and one of, one of my best mates, Ruby, we have argued and been right feisty with each other, but then 10 seconds later, we're like, I love you. <laughs> In fact, side note, I'm going to tell you the story. So one night we went out, this was just before COVID, like first lockdown, and we went out in Covent Garden and um, we got very drunk, we loved it, and then we were going for a Mackey's and then we were going to try and get home. After the Mackey's, for some reason, we had an argument over who was going to order the Uber. And I'm telling you, we were stood outside that Lego shop in the rain, screaming at each other, like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to order it, no, you're going to, no, I'm going to order it. And we were screaming at each other, right? Like, 10 out of 10 argument. And um, then this guy comes over and was like, whoa, ladies, what are we arguing for? And I was like, please, can you just leave me alone? Because when I'm in that mode, I'm like, don't want anyone else near me or anything. And he was like, whoa, bitch, and started like coming for me because I'd asked him to leave us alone. And then it was the funniest thing because me and Ruby were literally at each other's throats. And then she turns and's like, don't you dare talk to my best friend like that. So, yeah, I feel like something like that would probably happen with me and Tasha probably argue and then go actually we're quite similar we're quite feisty let's let's be mates so yeah that's my answer argue with tasha but i want to hear your answers would you rather argue with tasha play spin the bottle with portia and your partner or have dinner with lara's best friends lucia and cam let me know that's the end of our beautiful would you rather for married at first sight honestly who knew that i would ever watch it because i really did think like, why would you get married to a total stranger? I didn't realise that, you know, the marriage was a whole experiment that they were doing. And you do know the marriage isn't even, like, legal until the end of the experiment. So they have the ceremony at the beginning, but then right at the end they have this extra ceremony and that's where they decide if they're going to stay in the marriage and if it stays legal or not. So, yeah, I didn't even know that, but I sort of love watching it because... I think it's really interesting how the experts like break down all the relationships like for example Ella is so interesting because you can see that she clearly has gone through a hell of a journey you know becoming a trans woman and I think that really has affected her self-esteem because anyone who was AFAB so born um as a woman you know we've grown up we've learned ourselves as a woman and Ella has had to learn all these things and but also before her operation and all the changes that she went through she was pretty much told to be a boy which is so weird but now she's now learning about herself this is like one of her first relationships and I find it so interesting like her and Nathaniel's relationship I still haven't decided who I think if one of them was in for it, like, are people going on this so they can, you know, build their following, become a celebrity? Is that why people go on it? I don't know. But I think Ella is so brilliant for going on it and opening up that trans community. But I also think that she just needs to know that she is gorgeous and she's got a funny personality and she doesn't have to use that fieriness all the time to stand up for herself she just has to, you know, be herself and she is beautiful and she will find someone that sees that in her. But it's not all about beauty, darling. It is about what's inside as well because 
you're a very attractive woman. However, personality, it's all about the personality. In you can get things done, but you can't always get someone's personality changed. So I would say that for sure. What I'm trying to say is I felt that Ella had low self-esteem. So when she didn't get those, you know, ticking points or what's the word? Um, affection and basically someone confirming that she's beautiful, confirming that they fancy her, all of those things. When she didn't get that, that then knocked her and her confidence and how she was in the relationship. But actually, she needs to feel that herself. And it's so interesting to see that, that a lot of the time people have got all these trust issues that they've got from previous relationships and how then they can end up, you know, bringing it into their new relationships and that's what ruins them. And yeah, I just really, I love watching TV that just shows people's reactions and why people do the things they do. Is it because they did this in their childhood and they had to go through this and that's how they are now? And I think it's just really helpful because then it, I sit back and go, okay, what have I done? Am I self, am I insecure? Is that why I need this? Do I need that? Like, I think it's just interesting and it helps you look at your own life as well. So yeah, honestly hooked on it and keep it coming. I've already caught up, so might watch a different season just to keep it going, you know? Bad bitch. Another thing I did recently, well, it was probably about three weeks ago now. Cracky me, time's gone fast. I went to see S Club. Ain't nobody like an ex club gonna show you how. Oh my days. So obviously S Club announced this massive S Club 7 reunion. I was a big S Club fan as a kid. I watched like all of it, all of their um, concerts and things that they did. Listen to all the music and I even watched Miami 7. And obviously Hannah was my favourite because I'm called Hannah and she's called Hannah. Um, so then when the tickets were announced, me and my friend Laura were like, oh my god, do we want to go see S Club 7? Absolutely. But then, obviously, the really sad news came around Paul, because obviously he passed away and was supposed to be in this reunion. And then Hannah dropped out because she didn't feel it was right to not do it, you know, with Paul not there. So then it became S Club 5. And I went to the O2 which was, well, I've been to the O2 before, but I've never seen any, like, live gigs or anything there before. And, yeah, went to the O2. There was some weird support acts on before, which I'm, you know me, I'm a big, let's support all artists. However, I had been working that day, so it was a bit of a rush, so we decided to just get there for when S Club was going to be on. We got there for S Club being on, and it was banging. It, honestly, the music was just like, ain't nobody living my best, like, 90s life and singing along to all the songs. Joe obviously, is, like, the main singer and she was absolutely nailing it. They had such funky outfits. I would personally wear the one that Joe was wearing. She was in green and it was, like, an all-in-one. It was great. Um, and they were just, honestly, the energy was just popping off. It was just living like it was just nostalgia living my best like 90s life um and I tried to fil like film a few things but actually really live in the moment and it was just such a good such a good concert although 
my back was hurting at this point so it was very much robot dancing from me like ain't nobody looking at a club party my my body was still but everything else was like woohoo basically all over s club seven honestly loved it but i tell you what confuses me which is matt so i i'm back doing children's parties and a lot of kids know the s club seven songs like reach for the stars like like i actually play it and so many kids knew it but where like some of the places i work and i was like oh yeah i'm going to see s club they were like who and this is like people who are aged like 19 to 23 did not know who s club was and i was like do you not know this song like ain't no bad like and, and they were like no i've never heard of them and i was like what what like i know i'm 27 now but am i old am i am i a dinosaur now like 27 isn't old i'm feeling just as young as i was when i was 19 but how do people not know who s club 7 is like but mind boggling that's what it is mind boggling so i hope you know who s club is and if you don't get on it now banging songs and i'm sure if you put them on at a party everyone would love it it's cheap scoot hannah time sorry if that was a bit loud i just got a bit carried away so obviously i'm still on the cashback so remember to use top cashback the app what have i used it for this week what haven't i used it for this week so i've ordered another parcel from sheen because you know why not because it's in my budget and i am you know not full-time working right now so you gotta do what you gotta do it's in my budget so here we are and i don't just order two things i order a good amount of things and also you get points also checking into sheen every day you get points and all the points will come off as little coupons and things so definitely do it bloody love me a sheen also by leaving reviews honest reviews as well so if you get something from sheen that you're like this is shit quality tell them it's shit put a photo on as well it gives you more points so then you get more money off so there you go and yeah top cashback also works on sheen so if you download the top cashback app and then basically search for sheen press get cashback now and just pay and then all of that money then just goes into your account and as long as it's over 10 pounds then you can put it into your bank account whoop whoop it's the sound of the police whoop whoop it's the sound of top cashback oh there you go changing all the music now how else have i saved money this week so obviously my other cashback app which is jam donut so make sure you use that one a little bit different to top cashback as in you buy a gift card so um if you're going to spend some money in m&s if you can spend money in tesco if you're already there spending the money why not get cashback as well and also follow the links for both of these if you want to you know find them through me to make sure that you've got the correct app then have a look in the link and i will share it it's also on my tiktok so look at my tiktok at hannah bad bitch also let's have a look at how else i've been a cheapskate right now so i like bougie things i like things that look cool in a way cool is probably not the right word trendy my vibe that sort of energy so when i move back in with my parents to save some dollar i redecorated my room did i pay for someone to do it no i didn't 
I went to B&M, I got the paint, I've got grey matte paint and I painted both walls, probably where my back's broken at the minute, and I also got black furniture paint and painted all the black furniture. So now I've got a lovely bougie looking room that looks like a lot more expensive but it was done for like 20 quid because that's how much the paint cost. So yeah, there's another way of saving some dollar. Do it yourself. Do it from home. I also paint my own nails. So I always have fancy looking gels but I actually have my own gel kit which I'm going to make a TikTok for so I can show you how to create your own gel kit and have fabulous looking salon nails all year round without breaking the bank. So have a look out for that as well. See, being a bad bitch doesn't have to break the bank. Ba -ba 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 bad bitch. Okay, so it's now horoscope time. So let's have a look how the horoscope has been doing. And I'm gonna introduce a horoscope guest. So let's go and get her. Hello, I'm Mystic Meg and I am going to do your horoscope today so your behavior is about to improve your love life you're no longer hung up about your body you're no longer distracted by it during passionate moments you'll focus on and enjoy the here and now and you won't be lost in your thoughts like usual you're a new person, about to experience the pleasures of life. You were born to lead and are used to facing challenges. But a physic reading can keep you one step ahead. Thanks, Meg, babe, but um, I don't know if I agree with this. I mean, I hope my behaviour is about to improve my love life. I mean, me and... Nash seemed to be going very strong. Yes, I am still dating him. Yes, it's going well. Yes, it's going strong. Um, however, um, I'll not focus on my body and not be hung up on it, right? All I'm going to say is, for the past week of being in hospital and not being able to do very much, I feel like my bum is going. And it's, it's actually fucking breaking my heart. Because I was always known to have a big bunder and now it's flattening. So that's actually a sore topic for me right now um but you know what once I'm better I'm gonna get them squats in I'm going back to hot pod yoga I'm gonna get my booty back so it's fine um and I'm gonna focus on the here and now yeah I pretty much am focusing on the here and now I've got quite a lot of time reading happy by fern cotton to help me you know help with that and one of the chapters I just read was about being in the now so I mean, suppose she is a bit right about that. Um, you're a new person about to experience the pleasure of life. The pleasure of life, eh? What what pleasure of life? Can someone tell me about it? Can someone inform me about the pleasure of life? I mean, obviously, when I'm in a good mood, I know exactly what the pleasure of life is. But sometimes, I don't always know what it is. So, Mystic Meg, you're going to have to help me with that one next time, babes. Fall apart process and be a bad bitch let's see what i've been falling apart processing and being bad bitch for this week shall we so obviously i went into the hospital not planned at all pretty much this time last week went to a doctor's appointment and they forced me to go to a and &E and i got forced to stay in and i'm not gonna lie as soon as the orthopedic sec said to me like you need to stay in i was like please and i literally cried and i was like i don't want to stay in i don't want to be in hospital i just 
don't want to feel like how I feel. And right now, I'm in pain still, so hopefully something will be sorted soon. But yeah, I fell apart over that because I feel like my health is just not good at the minute. My back hurts, my bowels don't... God knows what's going on with them. And yeah, just in, in general, just not tip-top on my health. And sometimes you're meant to say, well, at least you've got your health. And I'm like, right, I mean, not in a wheelchair, not got cancer. And sorry, I didn't mean to be like that with the cancer thing. But you know what? I do have to look at the positives. Like, even though I feel like my health isn't there, I'm not terminally ill. I'm, you know, I'm looking at my positive. This is my positive. I can still walk. I can still wipe my own bum. And yeah, so actually I do have my health and that's my positive way of looking at it. So yeah, that's how I fell apart this week. And me of processing it is looking at the positives processing going okay I've been and done all I can by going to the hospital getting the MRI done and now waiting on the general surgeons to tell me what's going on so that's all I can do right now that's all I can do and look after myself so I'm resting a lot um I'm doing things I enjoy which is re-recording the podcast sharing tiktoks giving you know all my best life doing what I can and ordering off sheen in a way with very little money i have but i what i do is get the cash back and i use the cash back and i only spend about 40 quid so i'm very excited to open that parcel that sat right next to me so yes that is how i'm doing that i'm being a bad bitch wow i'm always a bad bitch but how else am i feeling like a bad bitch i am wearing clothes that make me feel like me I'm reading the happy book and it's like, there was a bit that said, you feel best when you're wearing your best, when you dress your best, when you do your best. So to be the bad bitch I am, I am wearing clothes and dressing myself in things that make me feel super confident, super good, super sexy and most like me. Not caring what anyone else thinks about what I wear because I don't give a shit. I am I happy? Yes. Am I comfy? Yes. Do I feel good? Hell to the yes. So yeah, be a bad bitch by doing what makes you happy as it always should be. And that's how you are a bad bitch because you do things to make you happy. And that is the end of this series two episode one podcast and the first of many. So keep coming back, keep sharing, keep liking follow me on tiktok and i'll be sharing more so at hannah bad bitch there'll be a lot more of travel inspo ways to save money cheapskate bargains and many many more exciting things coming your way have a wonderful week everybody and also it's black friday so get them deals in Bad bitch.